you this morning. I want to turn the screen sheltered in the arms of God. Amen. Good to see you all this morning. Anyone joining us by way of streaming want to say God bless you. Any visitors this morning? Amen. We're glad to have you here with us. It's good to know that most of all that the Holy Spirit is here. He promised he would be here when we are here, so no meeting is in vain. That's incredible. Amen. I was thinking over this past week of some things that Brother Branham spoke on promises, and he said, the people of God have never been left without a promise. That is really something. If you just think on that and dwell on it, we are never left without a promise. So what do you need this morning? Our God is more than able. Amen. So let's just worship together as we sing, I feel the touch of hands so warm and tender. I feel the touch of hands so
What a thought. What a thought to be sheltered in the arms of an almighty God. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. I shall not fear. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I want to rejoice with you this morning. Let's sing number 477. I am thinking of a rapture in my blessed home on high. What a day that's going to be. Amen. Let's rejoice as we sing it together. Oh, I am thinking of a rapture in my blessed home on
little bit like that this morning. How we will shout. How we will sing. Hallelujah. Good morning, redeemed. You are the redeemed of the Lord. We can rejoice. We have a right to sing and rejoice this morning. Blessed be the name of our God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, to be blood washed and forgiven. Amen. And going to another place. How wonderful it is. Blessed be the name of our God. Amen. Well, maybe the rest of you can stand and join us. We're going to go to prayer in this atmosphere of victory and of worship. We do have some needs this morning that we need to remember. We need the Lord to move on behalf of some of our precious saints this morning. So good to see you, Brother EBA. God bless you. I just wanted to greet you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Good to see you here worshiping with us this morning. Blessed be our God. He's our healer. Amen. Brother Curtis, maybe could I ask you to come and open the service for us in a word of prayer, if you would. There's a request that we just remember our sister Laverne. Amen. Saint amongst us for many, many years, a very precious sister. She has a serious condition and is going in for surgery on April 29th. Amen. She's quite elderly. We know that any time a procedure like that is done, it can be very serious. And they're just asking that God would intervene and be her healer once more. I love Sister Laverne. She has just had lion-like faith all the years I've known her and believing for her family all these many years. May God bless her and be her portion. Also, we need to remember our brother Sam Waldner in prayer. He's in the hospital with a herniated disc, which I know is not comfortable. It's very, very painful. And he's asking for prayer and for a touch from the Lord. And I can testify God can do miracles in that regard. Amen. And also, we need to remember our sister Faith Robinson. She's in very urgent need of a healing touch this morning. And we know our God is he who restores. Amen. He's a healer. I've mentioned before, Sister Linda, how much I love the line to that song. In his presence, there is healing for body, soul, and mind. Amen. All we have need of this morning in him we find. Amen. So let's bind our hearts together, Brother Curtis. If you would just come, please. Maybe you just play Have Faith in God, Brother Ben, as we go to prayer. Thank you, Brother. Lord Jesus, here we are. We're gathered together, Lord Jesus Christ, because we believe that you're here to meet with us, Lord Jesus. We wouldn't be here for any other reason, Lord Jesus, but to meet our creator, the source of our life, our king, our savior, our healer. And everything that we need, we find in you, Lord Jesus. We could be anywhere else, Lord Jesus. This is where we all want to be this morning, Lord Jesus. So come and meet with us, Lord. We know you're hearing our words right now, Lord Jesus. You also hear our thoughts. You know what's on our hearts right now, Lord Jesus. You know the burdens. You know the victories, Lord Jesus. You know how we want to worship you, Lord Jesus. And you also know how we want to come to you, Lord Jesus, with a need. Oh, Lord, where else would we go but to our perfect Father? You are so good to us, Lord Jesus. I think of all the testimonies, Lord Jesus, that we've seen today, yesterday, this week, this month, this year, these, this decade. We could just have a testimony service just to praise you, Lord Jesus. Come into our temple, Lord Jesus. Come into us, Lord Jesus. We welcome you, Lord Jesus. Hosanna in the highest, Lord Jesus. Come be the preeminence in our life, Lord Jesus. Sit on the throne of our hearts, Lord Jesus. You are King. You are God. You are Lord. You're the one and only creator, the God of this message, the God of our born-again souls, Lord Jesus. 
We put you on high, Lord Jesus. We're not ashamed of you, Lord Jesus. We love you, Lord. And Lord, with the needs that we have, we think of Sister Laverne, Lord Jesus. Even right now, Lord Jesus, remind her, Lord Jesus, what you've already brought her through over the years, Lord Jesus. Remind her of all the times that you strengthened her, Lord Jesus, and raised her up. Remind her how you translate her from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, Lord Jesus. Remind us all, Lord Jesus, what you've already done in our lives, Lord Jesus. Even this morning as the word comes forth, remind us, Lord Jesus. Devil tries to steal our testimonies, but not this morning, Lord Jesus. We belong to you, Lord. And Brother Sam, Lord Jesus, he's suffering in his body, Lord Jesus. Open his eyes, take away the clouds, Lord Jesus, and show him what you've already done in his life, Lord Jesus. Devil, you can't take it away. It belongs to us. It's a free gift. It's our testimony, and you can't touch it. We belong to you, Lord Jesus. We bless your name, Lord Jesus, and Sister Faith, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, we're here to wake up. Awaken us, Lord Jesus, to what you've already done and who are who we really are. And show us the, 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 the power that we have in you, Lord Jesus. We are omnipotent like you, Lord Jesus. And may we claim our healing. May we claim our testimony. May we claim our Lord and our position in you, Lord Jesus. We're here to worship you, Lord Jesus. We're here to bless your name. Oh, Lord, we want more of you, Lord Jesus. We do not want to be the same when we leave as when we came in, Lord Jesus. We want to be more like you. We love you, Lord, and we bless your name, Lord Jesus. Bless our pastor. Bless Brother Tom, Lord Jesus, and feed us this morning, Lord, and quicken right to the end, Lord Jesus. Quicken us, Lord Jesus, and give us that body change that we've all been hearing about and praying about and singing about as that body change is coming, and it will come, Lord Jesus. Oh, and it's all in you. Bless your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may have your seats as we take up the morning offering. And maybe we can just uh, sing the battle is the Lord's. There is a source. Key of D, please. I mean, there was one small announcement. There was uh, someone dropped a, a black earbud case in the parking lot. So if you're missing that, the brothers in the back will have that for you. Amen. But let's just carry right on in this atmosphere. Just sing the battle is the Lord's. Aren't you so, so thankful? The battle belongs to the Lord this morning. Amen. It is not your battle. It's his fight. Amen. And God doesn't lose any battles, so that's a wonderful thing to dwell on. Amen. Let's just sing. Let's start with the first verse. There is a source in times of need. Oh, that gives me
Blessed be your name this morning, Lord Jesus. Amen. Sister Precious, would you and the sisters like to come at this time? They have a, a song for us. We just want to carry right on into this atmosphere. Amen. And I, I love the chorus they're going to sing. I don't feel like it needs to be just entertainment. We can enter in and sing along. The words are easy. Amen. And then we'll turn the service to Brother Tom after that. God bless you this morning. While we're getting ready, I just want to thank God for all that he's done in our lives. Um, for this song, you don't have to be an observer. You can be a participant. Um, because if I think through all the things that God has done, EBA is here today, um, Clemence, to baptism, um, Grace and Louise, you know, what God has done in your life. And even sometimes when we kind of in sleep at night and God gives you rest, it's worth thanking God for. It's a super simple song, so we hope you can join us. See what the Lord has done Can you see what the Lord has done what we've waited for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. It be a your healed. See what the Lord has
the Lord has done. God is still on the throne. Wonderful, EBA. Where are you? You're hiding back there. Let's everybody wave back to Brother EBA. God bless you. Amen. Dear sister of his flew all the way from England to come to be with Brother eBay. We welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Wonderful chorus. Because we can testify that we are serving a living God. Why don't you have your seats just for a moment and then we'll just sing one more song and Go to the Word. See, indeed, what the Lord has done. I want to bring you greetings from Brother Harold Hildebrand, Brother Ed Hammermeister from, Engl- from England. <laughs> Ed, I wish, was from England. <laughs> no, Brother Ed and, and Brother Harold, they wanted to pass along their greetings. We had a blessed time with them. We thought we'd fly in to, to be with Brother Harold and Sister Leanne, their anniversary, the 20th, and then their birthday. And I, Joanne and I were just going to fly in and fly out. And I got this number on my phone. And on that, there was a, an Edmonton number with a Herald on it. And I thought it was a surprise and everything like that. So, yeah, you know, there's that Tom Ray in me that doesn't want to answer a phone. I don't know if you have that, but I do. Because uh, you never know what's coming on, kind of come through those phone lines. And so, anyways, I answered the phone and it was Brother Harold. And Brother Harold said, Brother Tom. And I said, yes. He goes, I hear you're coming to Edmonton. I go, I am? And uh, he said, uh, yes, you are. He said, could you possibly take the evening service? So I thought, wow. I said, my, my plane is already booked. And we go to the morning service because Brother Menno, Friesen, pastor in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, is going to preach. And I love Brother Menno. Brother Menno was very instrumental at the beginning of Bible Way House. He stayed in my apartment when I was single. We have a lot of memories to go back on. And I just, and, and Brother Harold, I'm sorry, Brother Menno has that kind of voice that, re, just that, you know, you hear it and you want to, uh, you know. And I thought, well, maybe he should read the Bible. So at night when you're in bed, you just, mm. So anyways, I said, well, you got Brother Menno? And he said, no, 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 why don't you stay? And if you can change, it would be great. And we did. And um, it's always more than what you think. Because we know that the footsteps of the righteous are ordered of God. And God has many other things in his mind that he's going to do. And, and I had the privilege to be with Brother Menno for m- most of the time. Brother Robert Wilson from Chicago Wanted to pass along his greetings to the saints that know Brother Robert. He was a single young man going to SFU years ago. And uh, as we had a young family, he was in our home many, many times. And, and uh, now he's sitting beside me, and, and we just had a lot to fellowship on. And then Brother Dwayne Fair, who is Brother Menno's associate um, pastor there at the church in Saskatoon. Dwayne has been here years ago, and Brother Ed had a had a desire to have all the young men, different young ministers come through. And we that year we had a lot of young ministers come through, and Brother Dwayne was one of them. And anyways, we reconnected and had a, had, had a wonderful time. And then he pulled me aside, and we were sitting talking, and he said, you know, Brother Tom, I want to tell you something. 
He said, can you, can you um, tell the brothers that are in the prayer meeting, God bless you. I said, sure, I can do that. And he said, well, he said, we had a brother in our church that saw your New Year's Eve service and um, saw what you gave testimony of what was happening in the prayer meeting and the board that you had with different names on it and the results that were happening within the church. He said, I, this brother phoned me up and said, Brother Dwayne, you should see that New Year's Eve service. And so he did. And he said, my heart has been burning to do exactly that within our church. And he said, I got a few brothers together and one of the deacons had put on their little prayer request that a backslidden son in the world, impossible, And they just prayed with a great burden for the needs that they were on their hearts. The next service, Brother Dwayne's in in the office preparing, I understand. The deacon came into the pastor's study, tears running down his face. And he said, the very brother we prayed for, the very young man that was lost in sin came to church gave his heart to the Lord, and totally restored. <laughs> it ripples out, saints. It just ripples out. And, 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 and we see the Holy Spirit doing a great work, not only here, but around the world, hearing what they were doing in Ethiopia. Brother Tim, I enjoyed that very much. I always enjoy when saints get moved by the word of God. Today, we are having a baptism of three young ladies. Amen. Sister Denise, why don't you stand up? Clements, Sister Clements, why don't you stand up, please? Jessica, why don't you stand up? Please, stand up. Look what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. God's not dead, saints. He's alive. And I'm happy to be a part of the moving and the stirring of the waters. Not a dead church, a living organism where God is moving. And I say to God be the glory. Great things he has done. And I wanted to say we're baptizing two board members. I know that's a little deep for some people, but that's okay. They were written on the board. Oh my, I want to worship the Lord this morning. I want to worship Him. This is the Lord's day, the resurrection day. I'm just thrilled. My heart's bubbling over to see what the Lord has done. Brother Milko. See what the Lord has done. It's already done. Amen. We believe it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why don't we stand, Michael, or Ryan, whoever, Mike, whatever, worship. I just want to worship. Can we do that before we go to the Word? You know what, what thrills me? Is it's not just the adults that are thrilled what God's doing. It's not an old church. 
If you want to see old morgues, well, you got a lot to walk into. There's no youth, there's no young people, there's no nothing because there's no God. But where God is moving, we not only have older ones, middle-aged, teenagers, younger ones. I'm thankful for what God is doing. God bless you. Help me, Brother Iron. Oh, God will not reject your prayers. Oh, my goodness. Praying makes you stronger. Yeah.
just wait and see what God will do. He's the Lord God omnipotent. He's the great I am. He is the almighty God. He is ever present to meet your need this morning. All you need to do is worship. Worship the Lord. Praise his holy name. Heavenly Father, as we worship you this morning in the sanctuary here at Cloverdale Bible Way, there is a church called a body of Jesus Christ that wants to worship you this morning from the depths of their soul. If it hadn't been for the grace of Almighty God, if it hadn't been for your mercy, Lord, we would have gone into a, a spiral of defeat, despondency, and despair. But then Jesus came. Came to a blind Bartimaeus. Came to a Lazarus. Came to lepers. Came. And you made everyone whole. So Father God, we come into your August presence this morning to worship you too. Thank you for what you're doing amongst your people. Now we're going to turn to the word. It will take the Lord himself, the mighty one, to step out of the pages, to make the word alive, not cliches that we so often use within the message, but Lord, that we want to take the word and that we would see sons and daughters of God be birthed by the word. And so, Father God, we're asking that you'll deal with every soul that's represented here from the front to the back. Those that are on the internet, Lord, that have supported us throughout the years, I pray a great blessing upon them, their lives, and their families. We ask now as we turn to the word that you will speak to us. And we indeed will worship you in thanksgiving and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Wonderful, wonderful atmosphere. Please turn to 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 1. And I would like to read one verse, please. 1 Peter chapter 1. 1 verse 19 titling this little message the precious blood and for a subject there is power in that blood the precious blood of Christ let's read please verse 19 but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these last times. For who? For you. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. You may have your seats. I'd like you to turn, please, to Revelation chapter 5. Reading at verse 1. We do indeed want to welcome all and everyone. 
those that are visiting with us, may you feel at home in the presence of the Lord. Revelation chapter 5, verse 1. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within, and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb. Stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth in all the earth. No one was worthy, but there was one worthy. The lion of the tribe of Judah hath prevailed, the Bible says. But when he went to look at the lion, what did he see? He saw a bleeding lamb. It has always been blood and always will be blood. And I can say, as Peter said, oh, the precious blood of Christ. And there is power in that blood. We can talk about the message, but I want to talk about the blood of the message. That's why a prophet said in these last days, after the seals were open. That he said the next message that should have followed the seals was the token. Because it's not the chemical blood. But it's the life in the blood. You could have a bucket of the blood of Jesus. On your bench or beside you. And it would do you no good. Because that's chemical blood. But I'll tell you. Just the spot. Of the life that was in that blood can change you forever and ever and ever. And I believe there's a church here today that can attest to that. I have come encountered with the life of the blood. Is that true? And I just want to let the devil know there's still power in the blood. Why, when the priests were going to the tabernacle to worship God in the wilderness, why was it seven stripes? Why wasn't it just one? Why was there seven stripes? And a prophet comes in this generation and said, seven stripes for seven ages. You got to walk in the light as he is in the light. Mm -hmm. Then the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you from all sin. So if you don't walk in the light of your age... There is no power in the blood. Is that true? That is true. Just establishing a foundation. Seven stripes for seven ages. God knew man would fall. 
didn't catch him by surprise. He was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. The lamb before the foundation of the world came forth to take the book. Because your name and my name were written in that book. In that lamb's book of life. Blood. It's always been blood. Yep. It's always been blood. And if you have not tasted that that blood, you're going to hell. I'm going to get really serious this morning. Because if the blood of Calvary doesn't reach down to you, where are you going when you take your last breath? The power of the blood is power to transform you from here to there. What you got is just your flesh, your lustly desires, and those desires and those flesh, they die with the body. And there's a place prepared for those that do not accept the precious blood of the Lamb. You say, oh, Brother Tom, that's old-fashioned gospel. That's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Without the blood, you're lost. Without the blood, you're absolutely lost. Do you know what it is? Not to have one guilty feeling, the blood. Precious blood. Amen. And we'll get into the aspects of that. But today we live in Satan's Eden. Today we live in an age where everybody raises their thoughts above the Word of God. The Word of God has been given to us to read, not only to read, to absorb, but not only to absorb, but that it would become a part of us. You can read the letter, the letter will kill you. But you get the life of the letter, it will make you live. But as we have been taught uh, through a messenger, we've got Satan's Eden, we've got God of this evil age, and knoweth it not, and we can take all these subjects and, and speak about them. And we can know all about the message, and we can have quotatious men that will take the quotes of the message, and um, unfortunately, and, or fortunately, I'm one of them. Uh, I used the word quotatious one time, somebody says, boy, you're getting very intellectual. No, I had to look it up. I didn't even know what it meant. But because we are a part of an age, and there's a spirit on each age, it affects us. It affects us. Uh, I don't care. I don't care if you're uh, working in a fabricating plant or where you're an accountant, bus driver. I don't care what you are. Wherever you rub shoulders and wherever you work with people, you are rubbing shoulders with people that have no clue what God is. And that they got their opinion of what God is, what they think God is. But you have something so above that. Because you have a revelation given to you by God that a prophet has come in this generation. Not just to give you an oration. Or a bunch of 1100 tapes. But to actually literally give you the very mind of God. On every matter that you will face. People study to have degrees. Saints of God study. Wait on God. Pray. Meet him. In the power of his resurrection. We can talk about him. We can move you. By words or move you by emotion. But you got to be moved by the word himself. He's a person. 
In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. He's, Jesus said, I came from God, I go back to God. But in Satan's Eden, Satan is popping his head too. Don't you worry, the enemy is here too. So we know that there's a great warfare going on. The dragon and Michael, we know that there is a great warfare coming. But my Bible said we overcame him by the power of the blood and by the words of your testimony. Because it's the power of the blood that gave you a testimony that defeats the devil. Hallelujah. Without the life of that blood, you have no testimony. You are just a Laodicean. You just live at an address of a home. But you got another address called the mind of God. And you came from that mind and you're going back to that mind. Satan's Eden? My idea. You've been brainwashed by Ford. I'm sorry. You've seen it. The advertisement. Ding! Light bulb gone, gone. I've got a better idea. And he wants you to get out of the Chevy into the Ford. I want you to get out of the world and into Christ. I've got a better idea for you this morning. The blood still has power. Delivering power. Changes nature. Changes thoughts. Come on. It changes ideas. But you have to reach out and say, Oh, the blood of Jesus. Precious blood. Not of yesterday, but a blood of a word that is bleeding today. Hallelujah. We have Satan's Eden that wants to, he wants to exalt himself. Brother Bram said he wants to exalt himself above the most high. Above the most high. Listen, saints, if you can't say what the prophet said, you have a bad idea. Come on. I I thought I'd get 100% on that one. If you can, oh, Sister Ruth, my goodness, Sister Ruth Fredericks, please stand up. If you can, if you can't, all right, God bless you, sister. This is a good day, saints. Amen. The saints are gathering. Hallelujah. God bless you, Ruth. We've been looking forward to seeing you. She said, as soon as that border opens up and there's no testing take place, I'm here. I wish a few more had that revelation. Thank you. Where, Where are you, Billy? He said, now, here Satan's Eden, exalting themselves above the Most High. And he would ascend above the clouds and the stars. It's, Jonathan, I saw you up there too. Welcome home. <laughs> Amen. I see, look how tall he is. He's so tall, he sits on a chair and his head's above the thing. Everybody else, I can't see them. But he would want to sit above God, above the Most High. He has succeeded. Now think about it. Here's now a prophet who is now the vessel that God is speaking to a generation, to an age. And he's telling you that Satan has raised his head up above 
to be exalted. He has succeeded in carrying out his threats. He has certainly had a marvelous success in carrying out his threats. By the people letting him explain in every age the value of God's word to that age. He's letting it explain away. It's not just making a message and having some quotes to support a message. And God forbid me if I've ever done that. Because that's not what this message is. This message is the thought of God. And we need to catch God's thoughts. Because we are battling the arch enemy. Satan himself. And he's had success. Of explaining away the value. Of the word. And he's devalued it. He's devalued it. Where you don't read it. You don't study it. You don't have time for it. But saints, let me tell you, this message is the vehicle. It is the power that's going to get you out of here. Amen. You got to get your priorities straight, friends. YouTube, throw it out. I don't care what you got that's blocking you. From hearing the value of the blood. You can go to churches today and it won't have one song with the blood in it. Why? Because there's no blood in, there's no blood in the church. There's no life in the church. But I'm telling you this morning, I want to lift up the blood of the lamb. He's a bleeding lamb. He's a bloody lamb. He's a wounded lamb. He's my lamb. So Satan has explained away and has success in every age to devalue the promise of God's word to the age. You don't have time. I got to listen to this talk show. I got to read this newspaper. I like what Brother Ed said years ago. The same news today is the same news it was in 1980. It's just with different names. We had wars then. We got wars now. Had diseases then. You got diseases now. It's just different names. Nothing's changed. But I'll tell you, the value of this message has increased from where I was in the 80s, 90s, 2000s. Amen. It's more rich, more powerful. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. It's keeping your wives. It's keeping your husbands. It's keeping your children. There's power in the precious blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Isn't that right, Luis? Can't have children? Have children. Why? There's power in the blood. Amen. We're not going to give a... We don't worship a God of history. We worship a God of presence. Hallelujah. Value of it. People get so haughty. Get haughty. That is not the spirit of God. Let me say it 
and declare it because I got quotes for it. We want the life of the blood, not to talk about the blood. If you got the life of the blood, you'll act like the one that held the blood. Oh my goodness. People today, they get haughty, lifted up, casual, non-committed, lost the idea of sacredness. Sacredness of the word of God. Saints, when we come into the house of God, it is not a place where we just say, high five each other. How are you doing? It's nice to have put in an hour. No, sir. We have come to the house of God to worship the true and living God. There's a lot of churches, even in the message, that are getting cold and formal. I, hey, 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 I travel, don't you worry. And there are churches that are on fire. So there's the negative or the positive. I'll take the positive, thank you very much. I don't have to look outside, I want to look inside. I want to see the power of the blood of Jesus Christ move in this assembly. That can take men that were in the world and Satan's grip has been loosed by the power of the word. That to me is glorious, Clement. Sister, this is a glorious thing. When you thought of people that were insane. Is that true? Yes, you did. You told me you did. We're of the devil. But God changes things. The blood changes things. It rearranges your thinking. Come on, your ideas, your desires. What a power. Aren't you so glad? Well, I won't look at anybody. I won't say any names. When I drive by every weed shop, not dandelion weed, but weed weed. Everybody know what weed is? Pretty much. They advertise it. Every time I go back, I say, there is power, power. Oh, but maybe you didn't actually get bound by that. I did. Satan had me, but Jesus got a hold of me. (laughs) Satan had me, but Jesus got a hold of me. Satan might have had you in religion. And Brother Bram said, religion is seven times worse. And so the blood of this message loose you. Come on, rejoice. Loose out of Catholicism. Loose out of Hutteritism. Loose. Hallelujah. But because we're in Laodicea, because it's Satan's Eden, because it's God of this evil age, because it's, and knoweth it not, people have a right to think what they want to think. And start to put their thinking on me. I don't want your thoughts. I want this. You find it in here, you keep it in there. I am not ecumenical. I'm sorry. And that is a spirit, by the way. It's not a statement, it's a demon. 
to bring people together. We're just all one. One, I'll tell you, but the oneness of one is God in man. That's the oneness we're talking about. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Brother Bram said this. He said, now notice, we're in Laodicea. So not only got to see the lay, Satan's eating and North not, we've got the lay and see the church age and the spirit of the age to battle. But what the devil still doesn't get is the Lord gives us more in his word <laughs> to combat Satan. He's a loser. He is the loser. So now, Laodicea, what does it mean? People's rights. People's rights. And it, it, it infiltrates. Infiltrates people's rights. You see it everywhere. You see the protests everywhere. They got them all. You, you, I, and if I start naming all, people get offended. So I, you, you, you've seen all, uh, what do they call them? Uh, when you protests. All protests. And if I saw a believer in one of those protests, I'd have a hard time to call him a believer. Because I am not of this world. And Jesus said, if I am of this world, my servants would fight. But I'm of another kingdom. And it's Satan's trap to get your minds off of Christ. Into a movement that is of the devil. People's rights. It's all in the message. You look it up. Every quote I got here. It's from the prophet. Or the justice of the people. We want justice. Oh, you're going to get it. They're going to get it. I don't want justice. No, sir. I don't want justice. I want mercy. I want grace. Don't give me justice. Oh, people's rights. Justice of the people. Was there ever an age in this 20th century church age that has all, capital A-L-L, not me, Brother Bram wrote it that way. Nations rising up, demanding equality. Get into Christ and everyone's equal. That's what he said. No big eyes, no little use. We're of one body. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Rising up. Demanding equality. Socially, financially, they want equality. Except the people at the top. Enough. I'm not talking on politics no more. You know what Brother Ram said? It. This is the age of communism. Uh-huh. Communism. Everybody needs free education. Free medical. Free. And who pays for it? Not the top dog. No. He's on his 500 million dollar yacht and it's us guys us guys 
Your taxes. My taxes. I think we've moved when I was first as a young man, starting at 16, working at Safeway. From the beginning of June, we used to work. You had to work all the way up to June. And then after June, it was your money. Your taxes paid. It was all absorbed into your wages. And you only started to really make money after June. Then as I got a middle-aged man, it's July. Now they're moving it into August. By the time we're finished, we're in December. (laughs) They want equality on your back. And that's why Brother Bram said, don't fear communism. Come on. Don't fear Russia. Don't fear that. We got a different economy. It's called the economy of God. When you reach your hand into that empty barrel. Come on, people. I don't care if you make $15 an hour, $100 an hour. My brother was making $3,500 a month in 1975. Now, that was a lot of money. You do the multiplication. This man was making $700. Is there a disparity there? But when I went to visit him, he was an alcoholic drunk with an air mattress in his apartment. And Joanne and I on $750 a month. I think, Ken, we got a raise to $1,000 a month. And I furnished a home. You tell me economics. My God is the greatest economic professor. You put everything into Christ. And he'll pour back on you. This gospel is not economics. This gospel is the word. Jesus. Listen, you get blessed. May God pour out the windows of heaven on you. And if you're not blessed, you're blessed. Because you got Christ and that's everything. So I can say as Paul, I know what it is to abound. And I know what it is to be a base. So we all go through those cycles. But you know what, saints of God? It's not putting your feet up and waiting for it to happen. That's another subject. I think we're going to have a meeting on that. So Jesus died to redeem us back, to be the sons of God, to demonstrate what he was, you are. Come on. We got to get there, saints of God, because I don't want to talk about a Jesus yesterday. I want to talk about the blood today, and that blood is in the bride. And the same life that was in him is in you. Now, I don't want you just to nod your head. I want you to throw up your hands. I want you to say amen. That's what this message teach. It's what it teach to put it back on your lap. Hallelujah. Jesus died to redeem us back. Back to what he thought of us. Victorious, triumphant, sinless, spotless, virtuous. Amen. No faults. Oh, but he's got this fault. Through the blood, no fault. Power. I want you to say, oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. 
That blood has still got power. You might not see it in somebody else, but God is seeing him through the blood. Amen. We have to get to that place. And I believe most of us are getting there. I want all of us to get there. I don't need somebody talking about this person and talking about that person. Just let it go. If they want that mountain, let them have that mountain. But I'm going into another place. Just keep on passing by. My deep calls for another deep. Hallelujah. So Jesus now, through the blood of the Lamb, that bled at Calvary, think of the great thoughts of God. My Lamb of God slain before the foundation of the world, but that doesn't give us a timeline because there was no time in that. So a gazillion, trillion, billion, gillion years ago, huh? The Lamb was slain before the foundation of the world, slain. For you and me, a lamb. Brother Bram said in the seals, when John went to look and there was no one worthy to take a look on the book, he said what that lamb was doing was coming from the eternities. Oh, poetic. Look out, Shakespeare. Edgar Allan Poe and all these other people that think that they can put some John Milton and everybody else. There's no better poetry than this message, let me tell you. Yes, sir. Jesus died to redeem us back on the same grounds to be sons and daughters of God, to show that he was God. And hear what a prophet says. Please do not think that this is Tom Ray. This is in all to do. Satan's Eden. God's is evil age. Noah's not. Laodicea in church age. There's your Bible study for the week. You can write those down, whatever you want. But the Bram turns around and says, Now the grounds, the grounds that belong to the sons of God, was lived out as an example before us in this generation. And he demonstrates it. How dare we socialize that? And put it in an organization. This gospel is not a social gospel. It's not an organization. It is a living organism. Does everybody get that? It's a living organism. So he says, how dare us socialize it. And make it an organization. We have no rights to do that. It's the Holy Spirit today hunting out honest hearts that will believe the message. You get off a bit. What does Brother Bram said? You shoot the target. You shoot out of the rifle. If it's not dead on and it leaves that barrel, what happens? The longer that bullet goes, the farther off it gets from what you're shooting. That's what he said. So I read this article, Korean Air, 19, I believe it is, 19, October 1983, departed from Anchorage, Alaska. 
a direct flight from Anchorage to Seoul, Korea, unknown to the pilot and the crew. The computer engaging the flight navigation system moved it one to one and a half degrees in error. Just one degree from takeoff from Anchorage, Alaska. At the point of departure, the mistake was unnoticeable. You're listening good. At the point of departure, it was unnoticeable. The mistake was unnoticeable. A hundred miles out, it was unnoticeable. On the deviation, it's still so small, it was undetectable. Stay in the blood. Don't vary from the blood. But as that giant 747 continued on its journey through the Aleutians and over the Pacific, the error was picked up by the Soviet radar. Jets were scrambled. And intercepted over mainland Russia. It started only one to one and a half degree off of takeoff. Undetectable. Flying over Russia's mainland Russia with that small error at departure resulted in a tragic trajectory and the Russians shot it down. Stay on course. Satan's Eden wants to get your minds. Just deviate a little bit, saints. But the longer it goes, the more it goes off. Stay on target. Keep Calvary in mind. This message came to lift up Jesus Christ. No different than John the Baptist. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. People say you're following a man. I'll follow that prophet anytime I want. Because that prophet brought me into the presence of the Son of Man himself. Called Jesus Christ. Why? Because there's power in the blood. There's power in the word. There's power in the light of God. Oh, the blood, Sterling. The precious blood. Precious means it's beyond price. Precious. It's invaluable. You can't put a price on it. And I can't put a price on you. No man can. David put a price as a life. Showing us the reflection of a shepherd that laid down his life for a lamb. One sheep. One sheep. You say, ah, Leah, you're just one sheep. Go ahead. Go. Really? Is that how much I value her? Curtis? You're in the job of bear. Eh, it's just Curtis. What kind of shepherd would we be to think that you're worth nothing? You're worth 10,000 worlds. 
And Satan doesn't get it. People don't get it. Because they're in a people's rights age. Don't you go off that trajectory. Don't you get off. There's a rocket waiting for you. Satan going to bust you. We've seen it over the years. And how many empty seats we have today. And the wrecks on the road. Drunks. Lost in the sea of humanity. But there's power in the blood. For those that are the redeemable. The chosen of God. The elected seed. Leviticus was laying it down. Moses was laying it down in Leviticus. said, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. The life of the flesh is in the blood. No blood, no life. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. But the blood of bulls and goats couldn't come back on the believer. It only covered sin. And we know, the, we know the Bible well enough to know. Covering sin doesn't take the desire of sin out. But when the blood of Jesus Christ was shed on Calvary. And you applied that blood on you. It not only covered you. It annihilated something. You became a new creature in Christ Jesus. All things passed away. All things became new. Hallelujah. Yes, the life of the flesh. Moses wrote in Leviticus is in the blood and I've given it to you because there was going to be a type and a shadow. That was the Old Testament covenant. But there was going to be a New Testament covenant written. And as we said last service, he was writing that new covenant for you and I at Calvary. Because man can't keep his covenant. But once the blood is in you, that covenant keeps you. That's why you can't get saved today and lost tomorrow. If you got saved today, you will never be lost again. But the key of it is get saved. We doing all right? We're half page one. That's what I love about this. Tim, Murphy, Michael, you know? What I love about this is, hey, we're not in some rock concert, you know? And now, you, just for you people that don't like raising your hand, you go to a rock concert and everyone raises their hand. I won't look at anybody. Well, how do you know? Have you been to one? Not lately. Huh? Now, now the big thing is I don't have my iPhone is... Because I say, I go to airports and they got them all on the airport screens. And, and now the thing is, they put the light on their iPhone. And it's like, pathetic. But we're in the house of God. And we're talking about the precious blood of the Lamb. Saints of God, it should stir your inner man. No rock concert here. It is a rock concert. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Tim. 
Rock of ages. Huh? Rock of revelation. Upon this rock I'll build my church. Hello, church. There, Satan can't do anything original, can he? Nah. No, he cannot. The blood and the blood of Jesus Christ alone divorces the sin within a believer's life. The blood and the blood alone divorces the sin in a believer's life. Divorces it. That old man's dead. You're married to a new. You got a new husband. And his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The blood bathes the ground. But the blood cell was broken. Satan didn't get it. Because if he would have let the blood stay in the body, it wouldn't have had no effect upon us. But once the blood was loose, oh glory, the blood cell was loose. And the life of the blood got on you. Should have kept it there. Hey, that was God in flesh. <laughs> he didn't have a clue. Brother Bram says, that little man there, God? Yep. If thou be the son of God, what'd the word do? Put him behind him. Put him behind him. Put him behind him. If thou be, he was. There's no question. I got a question for you sinners. Why would you want to live in sin and unbelief in fornication and adultery, in drunken stupors, in high and dope drug worlds, and not accept the very peace and deliverance of the blood of the Lamb. Who's lying to you? The devil's lying to you. You're a nut. I am a nut. I am a nut. Say, nut? Yep, I'm screwed on the right bolt. And without the nut, it's all a bunch of junk. But so are you a bunch of nuts. And we're screwed on right. Hallelujah. Boys, I, I know I, I, I sat where you were one day. And I looked at all these people and I thought, crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, are these people like this? But it wasn't maybe the weeping and shouting and the thing. There was something in your heart that said, it's the life. I want the life. I don't like the way I'm living, but I want their life. Then how do you get that life? Except Calvary. Except Jesus. Except the Lamb. Hallelujah. Come now. Isaiah says, come let us reason together. Saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall. Come on. They, it's now prophecy. It's a prophetic book. Life's in the blood. It was prophetic book. Your sins are, are scarlet, but they shall be white like snow. 
without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So I want to say again, oh, the precious blood of Jesus. Can I write some benefits of the blood? Can I do that? I could be here all day telling about my life, the benefits of the blood for me, but I'll take you back to the Bible. But yes, Dave, I am a living Bible. That song has gone around the world and blessed pastors and ministers and saints, Brother David. It's not a simple song. That is a profound song. In him, in him, we have redemption through the blood. Oh, you want scripture for that? Ephesians 1, 7. So in him, if you're in him, if you're in him, you have redemption. You have redemption and the forgiveness of sin. Ah, much more than having now been justified by the blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. That's Romans 9, 5, 9. You never did it in the first place. Look justification up. A prophet brought it out. Hallelujah. Listen, saints. Nobody preaches justification like this messenger preached justification. You got the Lutheran church. If they ever got that revelation, they would be a believer. But they couldn't move on in the light. For he hath made him who knew no sin to become sin for us. That we might become what? The righteousness. Bible. You have become the righteousness of God in him. You want scripture for that? 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. We have become the very righteousness of God through the blood. I want you to say, oh precious blood. You can say that any time through this service right now. If I read a scripture, you say, precious blood. Oh, precious blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were afar off, Julie, you who were trapped in a Hutterite colony in your mom and dad. But God saw a seed. God sees only seed. Come on. And he made a sacrifice for seed. Hallelujah. But now in Christ Jesus, you who are far off have brought now near by the blood of Christ. Oh, precious blood. We have been able now to come to our father's house. (laughs) You've been brought nigh to come to our father's house. What father here doesn't want fellowship with their sons, their daughters? But through the blood of Jesus Christ brought us nigh to our heavenly father. That you and I can have communion with almighty God. Little specks of dust can lift up their voices and glorify him. The king of glory. Hallelujah. My. Knowing that you are not redeemed with that corruptible things like silver or gold from your uh, aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers but by the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb 
without blemish, without spots, without wrinkle, redeemed you from the corruptible things. There's enough scriptures preached already, saints of God, that you just you get a standing and shout and glorifying God and end the service. Because we can meditate on just one of those scriptures. I've given you five already, but I'm just going to give you a few more. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. What he's telling you now, you're not walking in the flesh of condemnation. You're walking in the, in the spirit and having liberty. Oh, my. Where's my pole vault? Forget jumping. I'd like to pole vault. Therefore, there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus, who walked not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What did he do? He separated the world. The darkness left. And light came in. And now I can say, I am free. Oh my. Brother Brandon was talking about him roll them as little kids. He would watch those kids roll up the corn chucks. And they would light them and pretend that they were smoking. And I thought, man... I can remember doing that. You know those dry weeds that got that hollow thing? And lit it there. Take a suck in that thing. It burns all the way down. I said, Tom Ray, you are crazy. Why would people want to do this? Huh? But that's your sin nature. Huh? That's your sin nature. But that's why the Bible said you must be born again. By the incorruptible seed. And in that seed was blood. And that blood was released. And it gave you and I a new life. Hallelujah. You want another prophecy? Can I give you a prophecy? Here's a prophecy. Micah 7.18. Who is a God like unto thee? Who is a God like unto thee? Think about it. That pardoneth iniquity. My they could eat, prophesy about it. They could speak about it, but never obtain it. They could believe it. But now, saints of God, we got the reality of it. So Micaiah 7, 18 says, Who is like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passeth the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in mercy. Mercy. Rewrote our lives, sister Denise. Mercy of God. Who are we? We're the nobodies, but in God's we're the somebodies. <laughs> Hallelujah. He will turn again and he will have compassion upon us. 
and he will subdue our iniquities. His goodness is running after. But I want to tell you something. The blood subdued your iniquity. He not only ran after it, he subdued it and annihilated it. Glory! And all my God can only prophesy about it. And now we're the reality of it. Come on, people! Well, you can shut out my chaos if you can hear me in the heavenlies. We are the manifestation of your prophecy. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Subdue our iniquities. You will cast our sins in the sea of God's forgetfulness. How many has ever had the devil condemn you of something you did 30 years ago? You're, some of you aren't even 30 years old, so don't, please don't put up your hand. Only people 30 and over. <laughs> huh? And I don't even know what ignites those thoughts. You might hear a song in a mall. It could be somebody walking across the street with these rooster tail haircuts. I don't know. I said, man, that looks ridiculous. And then all of a sudden the devil said, that was you. I said, I'm glad you said was, devil. Uh Uh-huh. Because God doesn't even remember that. Only you are the accuser of the brethren. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so now those that have only been along here for 15 and 20 years, how many have heard or seen or done or witnessed something that brought a terrible memory back? And Satan uses that. He uses that. But let this mind that was in Christ be in you. Cast it down. Cast it down. Brother Ben, greetings from Edmonton, by the way. They still remember you. I said, of course you remember Ben. And we love him. And you can't have him. Take that one. Yes, sir. The blood. Jesus is the Lamb of God. The germ of the life is in the blood stream. And that was animal life then, but now it's God life now. So God rich in mercy could come, Brother Branham said, so small. It came within an, a sperm and made an egg to create a body. How great is our God? Because in that thought, Jay, he was thinking of redemption. That egg was created. That sperm was created. That life was put in there. Because he knew if it didn't come in a body, it couldn't be released. And so he walked like us. He talked like us. He can be felt by the infirmities of us. He knew what it was for to be sick. He knew what it was to have a headache. He knew what it was to have troubles. He knew what it was. As a man. He said, I was a man that wept over Lazarus' grave. That's exactly right. That was a man that wept over Lazarus' grave. But it was God that said, Lazarus, come forth. It's Jeff as a man 
watching the church. But it's God in the man that conquers Satan every day. Saints, you got to remember, there's 200,000 supernatural demons floating around here. Mm-hmm. And Brother Bram said they got one target, you. Kobus, Brother Kobus, you. Targeting you. He's targeting you. And all of a sudden, the blood is so powerful. There's a hedge around you. He's getting the message out. He's getting translations done. We got to attack him. If you can't get him, I'll get it, Sister Angela. If you can't get him, I'll try and get their children. He's a, he's a low-down scoundrel. Can't get me. He tries to go at Joanne. Don't get my Joanne. He goes after my children. Go, no, I'm my children. Go after my grandchildren. You rotten devil. But what have we been given? The power through the blood of the Lamb to cast that spirit and to claim life. That's why when we pray, saints of God, it's like one... One sister was here, and she was. And I got mocked for it. If you want, uh, you want to find a mocking page, I can give it to you. I get mocked, but that's okay. I know what God did. A lady comes in here. She has cancer, and she, she's a Catholic, and she heard that God answers prayer. So she came to this little church, and the brothers from the office and myself, I prayed with her. But I said to her, I said, hey, I said, if Jesus was here, what would you do? She said, I'd cry out, Jesus, heal me. I said, but Jesus is not here walking up those stairs. I said, Jesus is here. She said, Jesus is in you? I said, if you can recognize that, sister, the power of God can be released to you. And in two days, she calls the office. She said, cancer-free. Is there power in the blood? Wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Where is she today? I don't know. She came here. She gave testimony in the church. But healing isn't everything. Because the healing comes, sickness comes, healing goes. You get the seesaw. We, it's part of the benefits of the blood. But I'll tell you one thing. Once you get saved, you can never lose it. Never lose it. Brother Bram said in the Ephesians uh, adoption series, I want to kick that devil right out of here. You are not saved today and lost tomorrow. When you're saved by the blood of this land. Oh, the blood. The precious blood. Maybe we can turn to a couple last scriptures. Because we will not finish this, of course. Can we turn to Colossians? Colossians 2 and verse 14. I think I preached on this, but it just becomes more more and more alive. More and more real. Have you got there? Colossians 2, 14. Blotting out, blotting out. It's illegible. You can't read it. Scrubbed out, (laughs) blank. He can't even fill in this one. You know when you've done a mistake on your paper and you get the eraser and you start rubbing it out and you rub too hard, you put a hole in it? That's what this blotting is. 
<laughs> when the hole's in there, you can't even see your mistake. It's been erased so hard. So now the blotting out of the hand, writing of ordinances was against us. Which was contrary to us. Because in you is the real you. Not your flesh. Your soul. Oh my. Oh my. And it took it out of the way. I think I remember, Brother Tim, you remember that? A nail to the cross. I'm going to nail in it. Michael then, then clinches the nail. Everything's nailed. Let's nail it this morning. It's been nailed to the cross. Be remembered no more. And it goes on to say this. Having canceled then, then blotting it out, it has been uh, wiped away by the blood of Jesus Christ. Its legal decrees and demands have no force to it. Think about it. So Satan can bring it up. But there's no force to it. Just think about it. Look what you did. I didn't do it. It's been erased. There's a hole in it. And you can't force it anyway, devil. You're a liar. It's been blotted out. The ordinance of it is gone. The handwriting's finished. There's no remembrance of it. My, 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 my. Colossians 1 and 13 says... Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom reign of his dear son. Brother Bram goes on to say, right now, right now, right now. Did everybody get that? Right now, we reign with Christ. You know, if the queen was sitting beside the king and the queen made a demand, do you know that every servant that was, would hear that command would be right to it? Because she's reigning with her king. Brother Branham says this, right now we reign with Christ. Having dominion right now, we have dominion over sin. Right now, we reign and have dominion over the world. Right now, we have dominion over the flesh. Well, my flesh gives me problems. You reign over it. Come on. Come on, queen. You reign over it. Put it under subjection. I deny you, devil. Don't you anoint my flesh like that. Mm-hmm. Showing forth his praises and glory, showing forth himself, for it is Christ in us, willing and doing of his good pleasure. We were at Calvary with him. We went in the grave with him. We rose with him. And we rose in his resurrection. Now we have ascended by his spirit to the throne of grace. Not just quotes. Truths. Has anybody 
I'll have to look at us older ones. And for that, I will do this. And I can't see you. How many went to school and used Indian ink? Black Indian ink. I got one, two, three, four, five. Do you know when you got Indian ink on your shirt? You were toast. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Man, especially if it was a colored shirt. You would put bleach on that thing, and it would bleach out the ink and the color. And you just had a blotch. Now, of course, you young people don't understand what a blotch is, but ever worn a shirt with a blotch on it? So now the blood not only takes the color of the ink out, but it closes then the gap of that written ordinance. And it pushes the gap between you and God. And now there's no more gulf. What does that? The blood. It not only takes the stain of the ink, it causes the chasm to move together so that you and God can have fellowship. Hallelujah. Fellowship is sweet with one another. And we were uh, at Brother Glenn's birthday party and had the privilege then to be with a 60-year-old man. Oh, I hate to tell the world, but I'll tell the world. Hmm? And we had great fellowship. But the greater fellowship that God's got in mind is to have fellowship with his queen. To have fellowship with his sons. To have fellowship with his daughters. So the blood was shed. So that the gulf that was between. There was Abraham. There was Lazarus. There was the rich young ruler. There was a huge gulf. But when the blood came. Come on. We're ending. When the blood came. It closed the gulf. And now you David and me. Can have fellowship with our heavenly father. Can you rejoice this morning? Can you say, oh, the blood, the precious blood, the precious blood of Jesus Christ takes away our sin, closes the gap, and gives us fellowship with Jesus. To God be the glory, to God. To God be the glory for the things he has done. Oh, with his blood. Come on. With his What? And he prayed 
morning those that are being baptized would you please make your way get ready for baptism aren't you thankful for the precious blood of the lamb this morning so not only does it wash you not only does it annihilate sin now it closes the gap brother brown you can find that in a number of places before the seals God revealed in simplicity God hidden and revealed in simplicity he said the gap has been closed it had to be closed for the opening of the book so that he could give that book back to fallen man to redeem us so that we could see ourselves and our names written in that book this morning let's bow our heads and close our eyes The blood. Oh, the precious blood of Jesus Christ. It still cleanses. It still saves. It still delivers. It still heals. Maybe you have a need this morning. Brother Tom, I need to surrender my life to Christ. To God be the glory. Maybe you said, I need a healing. That will come through the blood. And you want to raise up your hand. To God be the glory. I need a deliverance in our home. It comes through the blood of the bleeding word. That will be part two. God bless you. And if you have a need this morning, why don't you raise up your hand to him? Oh, the blood. The precious blood of Jesus. Washed as white as snow that is my precious blood oh God that one day when I reached out in faith to receive the blood of Calvary I've never been the same And maybe there's somebody here that says I, I need that blood I desire the cleansing power I'm a sinner, but I want to be saved. May, Lord, you deal with your elected seed, your children, those who raise their hand for healing or deliverance. It's through the blood of the Lamb, Lord. Father, I'm praying, God, that your grace will move over this assembly. We're not going to let our minds being clouded up by Laodicea. We're not going to let this trajectory go off a half a degree, one degree, one and a half degree. We're going to keep our eyes focused on the Lord Jesus Christ himself. 
So, Father God, I pray that you'll blanket this assembly. I pray, Father God, as they read your word early in the morning, maybe late at night, listen to your prophet, study out the word. I pray, God, you'll become more of a reality than each and every one of them. Father, I commit everyone to you now as we go to baptism. As I've often said, as when we talk to them when they want to be baptized, John said, I can baptize you in water, but there's one that can baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. So, Lord, each one of them are special and precious in your sight. I pray it'll be a blessed time in the waters of baptism today. I ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Of Jesus,
thinking as Brother Tom was reading out of Colossians there, the blotting of the handwriting, as he read the verse, and I went back into Revelations where it says the accuser of our brethren comes and accuses before the throne of God and thinking of the think of the power of the blood and I can imagine the old accuser Satan himself that old serpent as he'd bring up the, the hand and say well do you see this about your servant as brother Tom mentioned brother Jim do you see these things about my servant brother Richard or brother Jack and God's saying oh, I don't know hand me that paper and he takes the paper well I don't see nothing devil it just isn't there anymore what are you talking about I just was looking at it it had all his faults and all his failings no no I'm I'm looking right there. I'm sorry, but it's scratched out. It's blotted out. My blooded past, when you went from my hand, from your hands to my hand, something happened to your accusations. It got blotted. The blood washed it. It made it white as snow. Amen. I, I love to see what happened in Scripture. I like to look down in that in, and what would, was really transpiring. I, can you imagine Satan coming before God and saying, look what they did. He's saying, you underestimate the power of my blood. It's all gone. Amen. It's all gone. It's all gone, Brother Tom. It's all yours. Amen. Keep preaching. This is personal, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's your walk with God. And that's why the scripture says, as we went over in the book of Acts, and we've heard it, some of us, hundreds of times. But the part that's the supernatural part, not only were they filled with the Holy Ghost by promise, by Joel's prophecy. But the miracle part is, and Brother Brown said the greatest miracle, Sister Jiska, is that a soul is one for the kingdom. That's the greatest miracle. And the greatest miracle that God can speak to you. Not daddy telling you, mommy telling you, but something within you. That's crying out, Lord, I want you as my savior. Lord, I want to be identified in your death, burial, and resurrection. Lord, I need the breath of God. I need the Holy Ghost. That is a personal revelation that only God can give you, Sister Jesus. And as the Bible says, remember in Matthew 16, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? The church was built on the revelation that Peter caught that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, that has to become personal. This word has to become personal. And I know that's what you desire, Sister Jessica. I know that that is what her heart is crying for. So the promise of the Holy Spirit being poured out, we know that. The Bible says, and they were pricked in their hearts. And we know that. But a lot of people can be pricked, but don't move forward. And people say, oh, that, that, that service spoke to me, but not do anything further. But not only were they pricked, but the Bible goes on to say, and 3,000 souls were added that day. And so they put motion to their revelation. And that is what Sister Jiska is doing today. Amen. And she wants to be identified 
in Christ. Would you like to say anything? No. Did I say it for you? <laughs> this is identification of a daughter that wants to walk with God. Amen. And I believe, Sister Jessica, that this is your moment. Amen. And God knew that you would be in these waters today. Let's bow our heads, please. Father, you've touched her heart. It hasn't been a touch of a man or a touch of a woman, but it's been a touch of the hand of God. And Lord, there's something in her that's moving her to be identified with you, Lord Jesus. But not only to be identified, Lord, but to be filled with you, your life, your nature, and your character. So Father, I pray that you will fill her with the Holy Ghost. I pray, Lord, that the dove would descend and God, you, you, you would ignite that seed within. I commit her to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's just, that's it. That's it. Sister Jessica, because your desire to be identified with Jesus Christ and that you've experienced him as your personal Savior. I baptize you in true Christian baptism in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you. Do you know what it is not to have one guilty feeling? for and we believe you're here because God hears prayer. And as, of, as we read in the scripture and how they were added to the church, it wasn't man's edition, but it was God's edition. So it wasn't Brother Tom Ray or Brother Curtis, who's been a great instrument used of God for this moment. It isn't us as men, but it's the Holy Spirit drawing you to the knees. I'd like to say something for the Lord. Just that I'm so excited about this next step I'm taking on my walk with Jesus. Amen. We are excited too. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, Denise is not drawn by man, but she's been drawn by the Holy Spirit. For the scripture declares that no man can come unto the Father except by me. And Lord, it was the drawing and beckoning of the Holy Spirit himself 
calling Sister Denise to a deeper walk with Christ, to a revelation that is coming this hour. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will dwell within her, that you will use her testimony, that you will speak through her in the days ahead. She has a son that she desires to get saved and filled with God. So we ask, Lord, that you will do exceedingly abundantly more than she could even ask or think. So, Father, I'm praying, Lord, that you will bless her now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sister Denise, you hold your wrist. Your wrist, there you go. Amen. Sister Denise, by your confession that Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, I baptize you in true Christian baptism in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Clements. On the wings of a snow. Part, uh, Brother Jean, was in that, uh, how many years ago? How many? Ten years ago. This is how long this seed's been laying in the ground. <laughs> but as I spoke to Sister Clemence, I said, we all plant a garden. You all put the seeds in at the same time. I said, you're a squash. <laughs> We're at harvest time. Right, Sister Judith, that's what we're, the analogy. The radishes come up quickly, green onions, lettuce, they all come up quickly. But later on in the season, they're all planted at the same time. Right. And so God has dealt with you sovereignly, individually. Why don't you tell the people? Uh, I just, I'm just so overjoyed to be here. It's, before I say it, I can't believe I'm here. But... Just thinking about it, I was able to reflect and see how, in the past years, God has slowly prepared my heart to be where I am right now. And I'm able to say it's not my own doing, but it's God bringing me here. It's just such a privilege, knowing that I'm chosen by God. And Jesus said, if you acknowledge me before men, Yes. I will acknowledge you before the Father. Yes. So this is what I'm doing here today. Amen. I'm just here confident, knowing. He said that those that the Father has given him, no one, no man can pluck him from his hand. So I know that he's got me so tight. And because of that, I have no fear. Amen. Heavenly Father, as you have dealt wondrously within the heart of our dear sister, she stands here, Lord, amazed that God's grace has reached out to her 
And we're amazed, Lord, over the years. Tenderly, Jesus called her. Tenderly, you drew her. Lord, would you lead her in the days ahead. And may the grace of God so fill her, Lord. Use her, Lord, as a testimony and make her a blessing to those that are around her. In Jesus' name. And my dear sister, Clemence, I baptize you in true Christian baptism in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. stand together. Amen. There's an old hymn, How Marvelous, How Wonderful, and My Song Shall Ever Be. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus. Amen. We're just 456, I think, might be the number. No. (laughs) There we are. My Savior's love. We had to find the words because it was so old. It's as old as Brother Glenn, at least. And uh, we stand amazed in his presence, Brother Glenn. I can tease him because I'm older than he is. But uh, isn't it a marvelous day? A wonderful thing. Where would we be without the blood of Jesus Christ? Amen. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazareth.
Hallelujah. Is his love wonderful to you? How wonderful he is to the three that were baptized this morning. I hope it takes you back to when you were first baptized. When he filled you with his presence. Sealed you to the day of your redemption. We can't help but lift our voices to him. I was just, I just, that song keeps coming to my mind, Brother Ryan. I'm sorry, in moments like these, I sing out a song. I have to sing to him. I have to sing to him. I've been redeemed. Have you been redeemed this morning? Forget about your troubles. You've been redeemed. When we stand together on the other side, we, as it were, cast our crowns at his feet. We won't be worried about, oh, I went through this or I went through that. We'll just be glorying in his presence. Amen. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. In
Brother Tom asked me to close. I, I looked in the back of my Bible. I have a list of songs. It's from back in the day when I used to pastor. It's my communion songs. It's all, they're all about the blood. The whole list, it's the crown of thorns. Because he lives complete in him, down from his glory. He was nailed to the cross for me. He paid a debt. I go on and on down the list. I see a crimson stream. Great songs. We could sing every one of them. I don't know why I just made a list for myself. So every time I took communion, every time we took communion, I just look down this list and see wonderful songs. But they're wonderful songs because we have a wonderful Redeemer. We can sing about Him all the day long, and we do. So we're going to close this service tonight. I trust you know that Redeemer. If you don't know that Redeemer, I want to tell you, He's a wonderful Redeemer. And He'd be wonderful to you if you'd accept Him as your Savior. If you're here this morning and you don't know Him, as we pray, you just need to give your heart to Him. And say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. We're all born in sin. It wasn't one of us that wasn't born in sin. We're all born with a sinful nature. And God doesn't condemn us for being a sinner. He only condemns us for staying a sinner. Because we, He made a way out of our sins. Let's bow our heads together. And again, if there'd be one person that say, I want to know this wonderful Redeemer, I want to know this wonderful Savior, why don't you just lift your hand to Him and lift your heart to Him and say, Jesus, I want to accept you into my life. Heavenly Father, how wonderful you are, how wonderful you've been over the years. From the beginning, Lord, I've never regretted giving my heart to you. And every true born-again son or daughter of God can say the same thing this morning there's no regrets lord is it a hard road sure it's a hard road lord many are the afflictions of the righteous but lord there's another part to that scripture that you gave us but the lord delivereth them out of them all thank you lord for your grace thank you for your power that was loosed through the blood of the lamb of god Thank you, Lord, for your redemptive work in our lives. Thank you for your healing upon the many cases that needed you, testimonies of which we've heard today and many more of what you have done. Lord, we commit the lives of these three that were baptized today. We're rejoicing with the angels in heaven. Lord, that they have seen you as you are as their Savior. They have been baptized and received your name, the lovely name of the Lord Jesus Christ, being identified with your death, burial, and resurrection. And Lord, as they have been buried in the likeness of your death, so may they be raised from these waters in the likeness of your resurrection. May the power of the resurrection be upon their lives. And Lord, may it quicken them every day and every hour, O oh Lord. May the life just flow through them, Lord, an atmosphere around about them, that others will come into that atmosphere and be affected, Lord. We thank you for their testimonies. We thank you for the testimonies of everybody here this morning. And I pray that you'll be with us now as we go our way. Lord, may you be very, very near to each one. 
Lord, may you flow through us to this dying generation, Lord. Father, may someone else be changed this week. May someone else, Lord, recognize you. We commit our ways to you that we might be a witness of your glory. And we ask your blessing now upon each one. Go with each one. Strengthen each one until we would meet again. We commit this service to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Why don't you turn around and shake hands with someone? As you're shaking... As you're shaking hands this morning, uh, Sister Elizabeth Waldner wanted everyone to know, uh, please no visitors at the hospital today for Brother Henry. Uh, He's very tired, and they're just having a family day. So if you just refrain from going up today to the hospital, God bless you. The service is dismissed in Jesus' name.